Hello, and welcome to Accountability Talks with AGA. I'm your host, Paul Marshall. Today, we're speaking with Taka Ariga. He's the Chief Data Scientist at GAO. And we'll be talking about the Innovation Lab and all kinds of interesting things they're doing there. And again, uh, we're all kind of quarantining right now, so some of the audio quality may not be as good as we hope, but uh, still wanted to get this out there for you all to listen to and hope you will enjoy it. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today we have with us Taka Ariga. He's from GAO. He's their first chief data scientist. So uh, good morning, Taka. How are you doing? Good morning, Paul. All right. So uh, why don't we start off, um, we're going to talk about your innovation lab over there. Uh, why don't you kind of start off and just give us a little bit about yourself and, and what the role of a chief data scientist is. My name is Taka Riga. I am GAO's first chief data scientist, and I also lead our newly established innovation lab. I'm tremendously excited about the opportunity to speak with the AGA community about the work that we're doing. Um, so happy to be here. So, you know, it's about four months since I've joined GAO, um, and I knew about GAO like most people uh, have interacted with GAO products, reading the reports. But what I didn't realize was the breadth and the depth of the work that GAO tackles uh, around whether it's AI uh, in drug discovery, whether it's quantum computing. It is shocking to me that for a mid-sized agency, GAO actually returns hundreds of billions of dollars in financial benefits each year. So in 2019, that translates to more than $330 for each dollar appropriated to GAO. And in aggregate, that was more than $200 billion worth of financial benefit. So to be appointed in this dual role as a chief data scientist and the director of innovation lab is tremendously humbling. Uh, I'm very excited about the mandate to help shape the future of audit um, and very, very um, excited to be talking about our roadmap ahead. Well, that's great. Well, now, so won't you go a little more detail on some of the, the main goals of your innovation lab? The Innovation Lab has a unique mission within GAO, and we have three primary components to the work that we do. Uh, one is that we want to integrate advances in machine learning, cloud computing, and emerging technology across every aspect of the mission work that we deliver to our congressional stakeholders. Um, as digital transformation proliferate across federal agency, I think it's important for us to have the computational capacity the analytics be able to handle the oversight challenges at scale, in depth, and with speed to address ever more complex uh, digital solutions and that are being implemented out across the federal agency programs. So we have within the Innovation Lab developed a problem-centric experimental uh, approach to address methodology, to address different techniques, um, and with a goal to ideate, incubate, iterate, and deploy novel solution. Mm -hmm. I think one of the most refreshing part about Innovation Lab is we are designed to have a much higher tolerance for potential risk failure. Um, we want to be able to learn from those potential missteps and iterate quickly using the Agile methodology. The second sort of mission of the Innovation Lab is making sure that while we're prototyping advanced analytics and emerging technologies, we want to make sure that we understand the potential oversight impact stemming from those capabilities. So for example, we just recently kick-started a project that aims to figure out how might auditors audit algorithms and models. Mm -hmm. uh, as you know, AI governance is a hot topic these days, 
Um, and there are different framework emergings across industries, agency, academia, and international jurisdictions. A lot of these frameworks essentially boil down to developing trust. But for us auditors, we want to make sure that we address the verified part of that equation. In other words, what kind of evidence can GAO auditors review and make sure that algorithms are not causing, for example, disparate impacts or they are performing as intended? The third piece of the Innovation Lab mission is really focusing on making sure the rising tide lifts all boat when it comes to knowledge sharing across the oversight community. Uh, there are many sort of uh, there are many innovation cells popping up across different federal agencies, and mm -hmm. there's absolutely no reason why everyone has to start from scratch. So okay. for each project that we undertake, the Innovation Lab will make sure that we document our work regardless whether the outcome was a success story or maybe perhaps it didn't go as planned. We will also try to make these write-up and related artifacts available via our GitHub repository so that the overall oversight community can build upon each other's work. Okay, absolutely. So um, I think along with that, we, you know, we'd love to hear some, maybe like a, some examples or, or stories of things that you've worked on recently or the labs worked on recently. Happy to share. One of my biggest fear was that when we opened the door to the Innovation Lab that I would hear nothing but crickets, but that certainly has not been the case. On day one, we have, we have had mission teams coming through my offices and talking about different ideas and hypotheses um, they've been wanting to try. Um, so it's been a tremendous, uh, sort of tremendously gratifying just to see the demand signal across just within GAO mission team as well. So a couple of examples I can cite. We're uh, using graph database as a, a sort of prototype to enable the concept of continuous auditing. Uh, and this is done on one of our largest audit engagement, uh, looking at the General Fund of the United States, mm -hmm. which is a $14 trillion uh, challenge that GAO is undertaking. So the idea is how do we use graph database to not only analyze 100% of the data, but how might we sustain that framework in a continuous auditing uh, construct so that future audit becomes more incremental. So that is the hypothesis we're mm -hmm. working on. We have already are showing some initial um, successes around the different techniques that we're applying using graph database. So very much looking forward to how that project um, sort of iterate going forward. Mm -hmm. The second example I can cite is uh, we're looking to develop a sort of a GAO use case around digital ledger or blockchain. Right. Um, certainly the agency is not in the business of issuing cryptocurrency, but we're very much interested in looking at the transparency feature of a digital ledger mm -hmm. and how that might support, uh, for example, compliance reporting, uh, engagement management. Um, so we're looking to identify the right use case and develop a prototype around digital ledger. Um, the third piece example I can cite is um, the idea of using establishing open source sensing capability for mm. GAO to keep the pulses on what are the topics of interest in developing foresight in sort of a near-term uh, future kind of way to say within the next three, five, seven years, what are the topics that GAO should uh, be paying attention to and developing some of the, uh, our uh, mission work against. Um, mm -hmm. So that's in collaboration with our congressional stakeholder, making sure that um, those requests are aligned with what we're hearing uh, out in the in the in in sort of a federal agency priorities, 
and, and be able to address those challenges in a very contemporaneous way. So what are some of the, you know, challenges, I guess you'd say, for a GAO auditor or any, any auditor to actually audit machine learning tools or things during, you know, so, I mean, do you actually look at the code or are you looking at the controls in place over the tool? You know, what, what are some things you guys are finding there? For sure. Uh, first and foremost, as with any audits that we do, everything that we do is grounded to the Yellow Book standard. Mm. Um, so we want to make sure that there's definitely a performance element that we can evaluate. Are these models and algorithms performing as they're intended? Uh, but we also want to evaluate some of the potential disparate impact, biases, transparency, explainability, properties of these machine learning systems. Mm -hmm. So I think there will be an element of technical evaluation in terms of code review, in terms of be able to uh, run the models within our own uh, environment to make sure that mm -hmm. we can replicate similar results. Uh, but I think there are a set of empirical evidence that we're trying to um, establish that are necessary for the you know, issuing the assurance around models and algorithm. But certainly there's probably a, a set of inferential information that we want to review, whether these are processes, whether these are strategic decisions, um, whether these are governance related uh, type of information that our auditors can review and be able to assess um, you know, for example, use of black box techniques mm. um, and other uh, situation where we may not be able to see the inner workings of the solution, but we're able to evaluate the input and the output from right. those solutions. Right. So again, like any audit, you want to see are there controls in place, you know, over the human or over the bot or whatever it may be, right? For sure. Um, and we know this, it's not matter of if, it's matter of when. GAOs asked to perform an audit of algorithm and models. Mm -hmm. uh, so we are kicking start a, a project that meant to convene a cross-sectoral of experts mm -hmm. to identify evaluation criteria and the type of empirical evidence and inferential information that will be useful um, as auditors uh, review those artifacts and be able to issue an insurance on uh, AI solutions. Okay. So we talked a little bit, a little bit about you know how the auditors would approach uh, you know auditing AI. Now again, I guess going back to what you know what what are you guys looking at again as far as tools that would assist the auditors to do better audits? You know. Yeah. First and foremost, Innovation Lab has a cloud native environment. Mm -hmm. uh, we recognize uh, you know taking advantage of cloud computing capacity is vital to the work that we do. Mm -hmm. um, so a, a lot of sort of a computational intensive. Uh, algorithm uh, we're developing are using our cloud architecture and to accelerate both the um, the experimentation part of it but also the deployment aspects of it um, we're sort of working with our mission team to figure out what some of the change management and cultural transformation pieces that are need uh, that need to be in place mm -hmm. for the agency to actually absorb uh, novel methods uh, you know innovative sort of techniques that we're piloting because uh, I think technology can only go so far. At the end of the day, we want to make sure that our staff, our teams are able to absorb those functions right. and apply the necessary change management so that they become a deployable, scalable solution. And uh, you talked about, uh, so knowledge sharing was one of your goals. So how are you guys going to go about, is that something you'd have reports or things that you would share with the community? For every project that Innovation Lab undertakes, we will definitely uh, do a write-up, uh, whether they're success stories, whether they are uh, missteps that we have taken. 
we are considering making those artifacts, so whether they're uh, sort of algorithm of code that we develop himself, ourselves, uh, make those available via GitHub. Um, mm. There are some constraints that we have to work through uh, to maintain GAO's independence, uh, to maintain GAO's quality. But again, I think by making sort of uh, the results of what we have done available to, I think first and foremost to the oversight community, um, there's an opportunity for others to build on our progress mm -hmm. so that we don't have to always start from uh, the scratch. And uh, I want to go back to one thing you said. Uh, again, you're trying to you know develop these things quickly and they fail fast. So what's kind of the concept behind that, You know, really kind of a fast approach to get these things out, agile approach versus a traditional, maybe slower approach, so to speak? Sure. Uh, I think unlike software development, analytics is by nature iterative. Um, there are probably multiple techniques that can address similar uh, audit questions, and there are plenty of circumstances where we might take two steps forward and one step backward. Mm -hmm. uh, by taking an agile method, we are focusing on developing what we call minimally viable product within eight to 12 week uh, development sprint, and working with our mission team to evaluate those minimally viable product as we iterate on features as we iterate on requirements and be able to sort of quickly in, in, in quick succession to develop more sophisticated capability going forward while not anticipating uh, this sort of a traditional waterfall uh, development cycles. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then something too I want to go back. So, I mean, you know, we see a lot of RPA out there. Folks are experimenting with that. Um, even some basic machine learning tools and things. Now, how about the, the blockchain, you know, what, what are you seeing? Is that, has that taken off yet or has it got a little bit of ways to go? What do you think? I, I think so, especially among the public sector entity, there's been a lot of conversations about how blockchain might be leveraged for its transparency, uh, for its security. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, federal government is not in the business of, uh, you know, processing cryptocurrency. Uh, but I, I recently had a chance to speak with folks at Treasury Department on their pilot of using blockchain to support grants management. And they were able to demonstrate tremendous initial results in cutting down the compliance reporting uh, complexities uh, among all the grants recipients. Uh, grants is not something that GAO handles a whole lot. So what we want to do is identify a use case that makes sense for mm -hmm. GAO, mm -hmm. whether that's in some alternative way of reporting, or whether that's in some other sort of a transparency aspects of the work that we do. Um, be able to pilot that, um, evaluating whether using a proprietary platform makes more sense versus using an open source platform makes mm -hmm. more sense, and develop a prototype for us to not only take advantage of the digital ledger, but also understanding some of the oversight implication if we're asked to audit those solutions. Right. And I guess the concept with the blockchain for something like grants or assets or whatever, it can track every single transaction, who who got it, how much, when it happened, that kind of thing. And, and, and that's one of the great advantages there, right? That's the beauty of digital ledger. Uh, but as with all technology, there's always a double sword property to it. We want to make sure that we address the privacy aspects. Mm. We want to make sure that we address some of the uh, transparency aspect, especially when it comes to public key, private key nature of it. There's also computational um, uh, requirement that, uh, you know, blockchain needs to have sort of in place before some of the, the mining activity can happen. So those are some of the strategic and tactical challenge that we have to work through. But mm -hmm. I'm tre tremendously optimistic that 
um, digital ledger is, is part of the portfolio of emerging technology that GAO will need to address as uh, federal government agencies start thinking about how they implement their own versions. Okay. So um, why don't we talk a little bit about just, you know, I know you, you kind of just got this thing going here. So it's kind of new still, but what do you see as uh, some of the future projects you'd like to really get into or, you know, what's your future vision? My future vision for the Innovation Lab is to actually become a very customer-centric organization, uh, be able to move the needle on a lot of significant challenges that uh, GAO is working towards. So an example of that will be improper payments. Hmm. We just recently issued a report that uh, essentially highlight $175 billion estimate uh, in proper payments in 2019 alone. Uh, and that is a significant sum that just seems to keep going up year by year. Uh, we want to make sure that we are sort of at the table in terms of being able to develop capability, uh, solution to help agency manage the issue of improper payments. Mm-hmm. Um, I think RPA holds a tremendous uh, promise in terms of making GAO a much more efficient organization in executing what we do while still maintaining the quality. Um, and then, you know, overall, we want to make sure that the Innovation Lab plays a critical role in developing uh, ever more mature data literacy across all of our mission team so that we can start viewing our audit uh, not in terms of samples, but in terms of how we look at the totality of the data out there and be able to ask more sophisticated audit questions. Um, again, going back to the notion of at scale with speed and in depth. Absolutely. And they actually, yeah, proper payments is one that for years, you know, we wanted to see some kind of continuous monitoring or, you know, it seems like with some of these technologies, you really could do, like you say, 100% review, uh, maybe use machine learning to do some tests or correlations that maybe humans wouldn't even think about, just kind of maybe randomly coming across things that are actually very good analyses, things like that. For sure, we want to make sure that we have an ability to look for anomalies, but also look at patterns, Um, not just historically, but we want to take a more prospective view of might we start seeing red flags that are perhaps not obvious within the data sets, but you can Mm -hmm. start seeing emergence of trends and patterns. Right. Uh, the, the idea here is to address the issue um, while they're small before right. they manifest into a much larger uh, sort of improper payments related um, you know, challenges. So we're, we're excited about working not, not, with, not only within our mission team that are handling improper payment topics, uh, but also having conversation with other IGs and other agencies around you know, potential solution, potential approach, um, so this is where I think Innovation Lab provides the, a good forum for those uh, discussions to happen. Great. Well, I uh, just have one last question here for you. Again, just kind of like any final thoughts you'd leave with us here. You know, um, you know what, what are just some, uh, some takeaways you think folks should have about this Innovation Lab and how it might affect them in the future? For the Innovation Lab, we are you know, trying to shape the future of audit and how GAO conducts our business. Uh, We also want to make sure that we meet the demands of our digital native staff to uh, adopt uh, data analytics techniques, emerging technology in a way that helps them do their jobs better. Um, So I think Innovation Lab, what we're hearing from a demand signals perspective has been uh, tremendously well received. We're very excited about the innovation uh, agenda ahead. Uh, We're certainly starting small, but we have a very high ambition uh, to be able to tackle what we call grand challenges around improper payments, around RPA, around digital ledger and AI oversight. Um, So there's more to come in the near future and very, very um, happy for the opportunity to speak with the AGA community today.
Okay, and you'll definitely come in other conferences and AGA events to let us know how things are going, right? For sure. All right, well, thanks again for uh, joining us today. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thank you. It was an honor. That's our show. Thanks for tuning in. AGACGFM.org, as well as on your iPhone, your Google phone, any device there you can get your podcasts. And we're going to keep recording these and keep bringing them to you to keep you company. And uh, hope everybody's doing all right out there and uh, that we get back to normal sometime soon. So until next time, this is Paul Marshall signing off for Accountability Talks with AGA.